Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. and Alternative Parties Books Publisher sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Good morning, friends. I would like to take this opportunity to talk to you about my routine. Something happened today that disturbed my routine. And this relates to Alternative Parties, friends, because Alternative Parties is what I advance from morning to night. I am a long distance runner. I have been doing that since 19, I started running in 1991. And then later on, I became a distance runner. Approximately 2002 is when I started to run the, the super long distance, like marathons. In college and high school, I ran cross country and track. So a big part of my routine is running. And I have a belief that you want to be dedicated to what you do. So there's almost no circumstances that's going to prevent me from jogging. Right now in Texas, it is very cold. It's like 20 degrees out and then there's wind chill that factors in. So some people think you shouldn't go out. I used to live up north and I would jog in all types of weather. Certainly you want to be prepared. You don't want to go out there in a t-shirt and shorts when it's 30 below zero. Yet if you're prepared, the running experts say, and I've experienced myself over the years, you can run. So today I ran. And during my running routine, because I am, I am training for something. Let's say that. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is right now. I need to keep that secret. Yet I'm going to tell you I'm training for something. So it involves a long time of running. And I've built up the distance over the years. So when I run, if you're running a long time, a lot of people think it'd be boring. So one thing I do is stimulate my intellect and practice things. I'm studying certain things and I practice those while I'm jogging. Also, because I have a spiritual component, I believe in praying and meditating while jogging. And this relates to alternative parties, friends. The first part of my jog, I'm praying for the advancement of different religions, just as I believe in political pluralism, i.e. alternative parties on the ballot. I believe in religious pluralism. I want every religion in the United States to have an opportunity to present themselves, to practice their religion. No matter what I think or what you think of these different religions, I want them to flourish, like I want the political parties to flourish. Like Voltaire said, I may disagree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. So I don't agree with every certain every religion out there, friends. Yet I want to support them. For example, the Jehovah's Witnesses are a religion I don't agree with. I went to a few meetings and it was very mind-numbing. So should I oppose Jehovah's Witnesses? No way, friends. When I was doing research for my first podcast, I had another podcast before this. The it was it was about Texas obscenity law, and that's what it came out to be. First, I was doing general First Amendment cases as I defined the focus of that podcast. And one theme that came up again and again is in First Amendment cases, the Jehovah's Witnesses came up a lot. So I have a lot of respect for them. I may disagree with their theology, yet I respect them. So I want them to have every right to say everything they want everywhere. And that goes for all the other religions. So the first part of my jog 
I pray for the flourishing of every minor sect and major sect and faith I can think of. My goal is to support the underdogs, and I believe I'm consistent and congruent with that as I support the underdogs religiously and politically, among other types of underdogs. So the second part of my job, I am praying for the flourishing of political parties. The political parties we've had on this podcast, a large number of them, I'm praying for that party by name so that they flourish. Now, friends, you might think, isn't this mingling church and state? No, because right now, this is a private organization. So part of my spirituality is praying and meditating. If I, if I became an elected official, I couldn't pray or meditate under that. I believe in the separation of state and church. I am a member of the Freedom From Religion Foundation, friends. I consider myself a free thinker, a deist free thinker. So, friends, that's why I pray and I believe we can and should in our personal lives, as long as we don't use government positions to advance that. I pray for all these different political parties, the alternative parties. I want them to flourish. Now, some people are going to say, we need prayer, not action. Agreed. That's why we do all the stuff we do, and it doesn't hurt to pray in it additionally. So today, I was running like usual, and today, it's like we're saying, it's very cold. I was dressed as well as I could dress in this weather. Texas isn't as cold as up north where I used to be. So I don't have as many clothes as I have down here that I did up there, yet I still had a lot of clothes on. So I was running along and there were various things happening when I was running. There was this one eye place that has one of those hypersensitive alarms. And these alarms aren't giving a sound, but they have vocalizations. They'll say, you are trespassing, even though you're perfectly on a sidewalk. So they're super sensitive. So I was afraid of triggering that type of thing. And I was jogging around all these businesses and I was afraid of other type stuff. So in the middle of the jog, and like I said, this happened before, so it doesn't surprise me. It hasn't happened for a while. I come out and this police officer among with other police officers points a gun at me. And then quickly the officers come and handcuff me behind my back. Somebody, they said, heard a sound that resembled a shot and they saw me running. So I was the one to blame for it. Even though, of course, I had nothing to do with that. And also, because it was cold, I had a face mask on. So that made me look worse. They said, you're wearing a ski mask, that's suspicious, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, in this sense, the pandemic is over, so most of us aren't wearing masks anymore. I was one of those who wore masks at the end, yet in May of 2023, I decided I'm the, it's, it's time to take stop wearing the mask. So I wasn't wearing the mask. So thus, they, people are now starting to get more suspicious of people wearing masks because it's not the norm. So to make a long story short, they hassled me. 
And among other things I didn't like was one of the officers, he was, he's Asian. There was one black guy and most of them were white. The Asian guy said it's weird to jog early in the morning. Benjamin Franklin disagrees. Benjamin Franklin famously said, early to bed, early to rise, keeps a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Because I'm a morning person, I like to be diligent, I like to get things done right away, I jog early. Furthermore, because my jogging routine takes a long time, I need to do it early. And the one officer, he seemed to be the guy in charge, Morrison or something was his name, he kept trying to justify himself and wanted me to accept their justification. He said, we need to do our due diligence. And I said, not all calls are valid. And he said, 100%, 100%. And also I was saying, so if I get mad, at, if I don't like somebody, I can call the cops and they're gonna do this to them. Because they're, they're saying, we need to do our due diligence. We need to do our due diligence. Friends, this is scary. I don't like this thing. I hate the mentality that the, all complaints are valid, so you have to go after somebody because they're being complained about. To anyone that complains like this, I'm a terrible person, but I wish they be in this position so they can experience what it feels like to have 10 police officers come after me. Yes, it was approximately 10. I didn't count, so maybe it was eight or nine, but it was approximately 10 officers. Like I said, this happened before, and this happened in Minneapolis to me when I lived up there. Then, it was bad enough, five officers came. So surely, there are better things they can do, like we all like to say. Now, I will give credit where credit is due. There was aspects of humanity shown. For example, when they had me cuffed behind my back, they took my gloves off, and then it started to get cold with my hands. So I said, please can you put the gloves on my hand? And they did that. So I give them credit for that. They weren't sadistic in that sense. Legalistic, yes. Maybe not sadistic. I have a problem with them thinking it's weird to jog early in the morning. Like I told the one officer, it's not illegal to be weird. It's not weird, but if I am weird, it's not illegal to be weird. Furthermore, I don't understand the mentality that it's okay to go to bars early in the morning. If you're at a bar at one o'clock, nobody thinks anything of it. But if you're going jogging at one in the morning, it's a big deal. Friends, this further fuels my drive and desire to support the underdogs and to advance alternative parties, among other types of underdogs. Spiritual people say, whenever something bad happens to you, what you want to do is leverage that and make something good come out of that. So I'm not going to use this to wallow in and to not do nothing about it. Although I believe it's okay for me to experience emotions about it and to feel things about it, I want to leverage this for something better. And it's driving me furthermore. I didn't need anything more to drive me to support the underdogs, yet here we have something that is driving me to support the underdogs. So friends, this podcast is all about supporting the underdogs and getting these voices out there. So we're gonna criticize police officers when they do wrong, and we're going to keep fighting the good fight. Friends, let us 
advance the underdogs, whether the underdogs are refugees, political minorities, religious minorities, ethnic minorities. Let us advance them. Christianity talks about Jesus helping the Good Samaritan, praising the Good Samaritan. And scholars have said that the reason he did that was not to give us a civic lesson about the Good Samaritan helping someone. But the Good Samaritan did that, they said. He said he praised the Good Samaritan because in that culture, in that time, the Good Samaritan was the persecuted minority that the Jews of the time considered subhuman. So what we're what he did in that time was say, hey, you're wrong about taking away the humanity and the divinity of this person because they are a human being and nobody is subhuman. So we need to have that mentality. And furthermore, friends, if you're not a Christian, you may not say, I, that's not relevant to me. There are other religions that have the same, I remember learning about Buddhism and the Buddha did that. He challenged the caste system. And then recently I read this book about Sikhs and the guy who wrote the book said, I believe the book is, uh, for memory, I believe the book is called The Light Within Us or something like that. The guy said, the guru, Nanak, uh, forgive me, I forget his exact name, would also challenge the caste system in India. So a lot of different religions believe in egalitarianism and equality. So that's why, friends, we're going to support the underdogs, whatever we do, politically, religiously, the whole system. So that's why we support the Palestinians. That's why we support the Syrians. That's why we support the Ukrainians. That's why we support the ethnic minorities in the United States. So friends, let's keep fighting the good fight. And that's why I love alternative parties, because they support these different views that not everyone is supporting. And we say that. That's what we say we do. And indeed, that is what we do. So friends, when the police do wrong, we're going to call them on that. Now, some of you are going to say, you're white, so we don't want to hear about police problems with white people. And indeed, I am here to tell a story, so it could have been worse. One of my, what one of my friends says is, we're not in competition with each other. So some people who try to play the two groups against each other are in the wrong. And usually it's the conservative people doing that. For example, sometimes when they're talking about police brutality, it uh, disproportionately against black people, the conservatives will say, what about the white people? They don't care. I don't think they care about the white people. They're causing trouble by doing that. The conservatives are. From what I understand, the Black Lives Matters people, they say, they, I heard that during rallies, they take a certain amount of the time to honor the white victims of police brutality too. And they say that the keyword is disproportionately because by the law of averages, 
of all police brutality cases, certainly some of them are going to be white people. That's why disproportionately is the operative word, because if you have a hundred police brutality cases or police misconduct cases or police, whenever police does anything bad from the outright physical violence to more subtle harassment, they, it's going to be the vast majority are going to be black. And there's going to be some white people in there too. So we don't want to say because most of them are black, the white ones don't matter. Yet we also need to honor and realize what the Black Lives Matters movement is saying because that is valid that we can't have the police profiling black people more. That's not acceptable. So it's all types of things that we need to worry about. And yes, that's why they say Black Lives Matter. And I also heard Black Lives Matter say, what when police brutality is against white people, black lives still matter. And the point of that is my interpretation, correct me if I'm wrong, is it's a counter to this conservative view where who's trying to pit the white people against the black people as brutality goes and other misconduct goes because they're saying that we recognize that some of the victims of police misconduct are white too, yet we're not going to use that as a red herring to stop the legitimacy of the Black Lives Matter movement. So indeed, friends, it could have been worse, yet it should not have happened at all. So friends, let's keep fighting the good fight. Let's keep honoring the underdogs, however much an underdog they are. It may, some in some cases, it's less of underdogs than others. And that's what other some people say is just because something is less bad than something else doesn't mean it's right. Indeed. Certainly, like I said before, what happened to me today, it could have been worse, but that doesn't make it right either. Just because it could have been worse doesn't mean it's right. So friends, let's keep fighting the good fight. Let's keep advancing alternative parties. And I look forward to interviewing a lot of you and sharing your views on this podcast so we can get these awesome ideas out and we can make progress in this country and we can advance the good. Let's not give up hope, friends. 2024 is here. Some say this could be a great year for alternative parties. Some say there's a lot of conditions that are happening right now in society that make it a great opportunity for alternative parties. Whether it's a perfect year or an imperfect year, let's keep advancing alternative parties. Long live alternative parties. Goodbye.